topic today is the concept of Nir Havdola. So get the Simon Shulchan Aruch. So if you can get a Simon Shulchan Aruch, you can get get a, get a shear. Uh, the connection to the parsha is pretty obvious because because I'll say that the uh, more Pesachim says that that after he sinned, he goes into Shabbos, and during Shabbos, the the ore, the original ore which Hakadosh Baruch put in the bria, still there, so it's still light. After Shabbos ends, it starts coming dark. So now he has darkness. Hakadosh who put Deya into Adam Rishon's mind gave him the, the, the thought to take two stones and to, to, to rub them together and the result was was Aish. There's another opinion in the Medrash that the Russians actually sent down Aish. Um, there's, there's a language of a Medrash that a Kosh there was there, it was supposed to be created Arab Shabbos, and Hashem waited until Matsoi Shabbos to, to create it. But here we have that the Bershom created the Aish on Matsoi Shabbos. So in Zechar of that, the Gemara says, we light, we light a nair, we, we light a nair, make a brach on Matsoi Shabbos. There's a machlokes in the Rishonim. What type of brach is this? We know that there are different types of brachas. There are brachas and brachas and mitzvahs, which this is not a brachas and mitzvahs. It doesn't say Shekin Shalom, it's obviously Vanu. There are brachas which are birchas nehenin. We make a bracha when we benefit from something, and then there are brachas which are birchas hashemah. We praise the Baruch Hu for the thunder, for the lightning, for we see this, we see the ocean, etc. <coughs> so, what type of bracha is this? So, one argument would be we could argue it's a birchas nehenin, where the Kaddish Baruch Hu gave us gave us light, we're able to benefit tremendously from the light, and whenever we make a bracha on, 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 on the, the, the ability <coughs> for us to create light, the Baruch Hu. It gives us the sun. We make a bracha for that. It's Choshech. We make a bracha for that for the Ma'aris. But there's the, the human beings can make artificial light and create our own light. It's a special Hanor <coughs> that we, the Bershom gave us. <coughs> Therefore, the Sefer Amichdom and the Gemara Sochim says that the bracha is it's a bracha in the Toises over there disagrees. <coughs> Excuse me. Toises disagrees with, with the rush. Uh, with, with the the mikdam uh, and the rush and others, and say that it's a birchas hashavach, it's a bracha thanking, praising Hashem Baruch that He created this ability to to generate generate um, uh, generate light, heat, etc. Now, actually, the ikar bracha is to be for generating light. If 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 you lit this near, not for the purpose of light, but lit it, sometimes we light candles just in honor of the occasion. We light candles for the purpose. Of um, for a mitzvah, sometimes uh, you, type, you light, light a candle for a mitzvah. A candle lit for for the purpose of cooking. A candle lit for the purpose of heat. So all of those you would not make a bracha. The bracha has to be a bracha which is made for the purpose of age. So a person doesn't have any, any anything available. He has his gas his gas stovetop, so which is used for the function of not for light but for heat for cooking. You would not make a bracha on that. Um, so Russia discusses, we have these two opinions in the Mishanim, so that it says that we should have an interesting question, exactly what is the right, correct order, how to... to, to now, the, the Gemara says that, that the, there's the discussion in the Gemara whether you have to actually benefit from the light, and the, the final opinion of the Gemara is that you, you don't have to benefit from the light, you have to be close enough that you could theoretically benefit from the light, you don't have to actually benefit from the light, but it is a mitzvah to benefit from the light. Um, which is so that which one of the rise that the, that the Rishadim say that it can't be a brichus and a henan because brichus and henan you always have to say the brach in a way that you're benefiting, but still as the mitzvah says it's a brichus and a henan. So the difference between a brichus and a henan and brichus we know is that a brichus and a henan you always make the bracha before you benefit, and brichus a you always make the bracha comes afterwards. 
you, you, you look at the ocean and then you make the bracha, uh, some separations, and you don't shut your eyes, come to the ocean, shut your eyes, and, ma- and make the bracha, and open your eyes and see the, see the ocean. You look at the ocean, you make the bracha. You look at a, you look at a mountain, a, a, a very high mountain, you look at it, you make the bracha. So is the order that you should look at the near and then make the bracha, or you should, or, or, be, or the bracha is the first, uh, first be in the henna, be close enough that you should be in the henna and then make the bracha, or it should be the order that first you should make the bracha and then be in the henna. So Moshe Nechubah says, really, you should do both. Because of this machlok, you should do both. So you actually look at your, he, he suggests looking at your, 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 we use the process of benefiting by, by, by being able to differentiate, using the light to differentiate on our hands, We'll talk about that in a second. He suggests to do it twice, once before the bracha, once after the bracha. It's clear in Allah that you do not, you're allowed to benefit from the light beforehand. So, so it's not a regular benefit, it's an, an isser being the hand before. And that, that type of bracha, it's not that you can't benefit, you can't eat first and make a bracha afterwards, you have to make a bracha before you eat. Over here, you're allowed to benefit beforehand. But that being said, the correct order would be still, he suggests that you should do both. Interesting, Sakura Mursha. So how do we do this process? The more it says that it has to be, you have to be close enough to able to use the light to, be, to differentiate between the two different types of coins. The more it mentions the name of the coins. Uh, I once heard from Rabbi Shimon uh, Deutsch from the, the, the Living Tar Museum that we now actually have those coins and we found exactly what those coins look like. So you can tell them, understand what level of, of differentiation we're talking about. They're actually they're different in size. So they don't have to be very close, apparently. If the more say that you have to be close enough to be able to differentiate between these two different types of coins, and we know we actually now have the coins, we found them, and we're able to prove what they look like. So it's not that close that you have to be able to benefit that. You can, from a distance, obviously, you can't really tell the difference in sizes of coins. But close up, or not even immediately next to it, if the difference was just the uh, the coinage itself, what it looks like, on the, 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 so you have to be very close. Size, you can differentiate even from a further distance. It's not like telling the difference between a Canadian quarter and an American quarter, basically. Right. It's more along the lines of something between a half dollar and um, a nickel. That's about the difference in size. He showed us the coins once when we were there. Um, but the, the first says many nowadays is to use our hands and differentiate in the hands between um, looking at the fingernails and looking at the, at the, the, the flesh. Uh, the remorse says that I'll peek a ball, you're not supposed to. Look, you're not supposed to look at the actual palm of the hands. That's why these people come over their, cover over their fingers. Um, and, uh, and, and we see we see two differences. We see the difference between the, the, the flesh and the fingernail and the difference between the, the light and the darkness because the shadow which is created by the finger is over the palm of the hand. Um, I'll you're supposed to keep your thumb in. You ask me why, I don't know. But that's what it says. I don't start up. Um, there's interesting Bach. The Bach says that you look at your fingernails and the bottom, at the base of your fingernails that we have, the little half moon that you have, at least in some of your fingernails. He says that, it, that the, there's a famous Medrash that the Medrash says that before the Chedar Rishon, the Automation was cloaked in this type of garment. It says it actually, but, but the Neshama was able to shine through. And the Zecher of that is that little half moon, of that little whiteness which is shining through at the base of the fingernail, the Bach says. And that's why we look at that to be able to see that we still have a, some little Zecher of that type of shining through that other Rishon is able to have before the Chet. Um, if a person's hearing Havdalah from somebody else and he's not close enough to actually benefit, we prefer not to be here to say with the but you have it, you are Yotze, because you, you, even if you're not in the Hena, as long as you're close enough to be in the Hena, you'd be Yotze. But it, even though you weren't in the Hena. Um, but if you're not close, if you're not, if you're, 
that if you could actually do it yourself, it would be better. Therefore, a person should not be in the beards with the bracha of the ma'avdil. Beards with the bracha of the ma'avdil havdalah. But, but the bracha of ne'er, the more says, really is not connected to the bracha of havdalah directly. The more says, there's actually a different opinion. Some people would, some of the, the Amoroyim said it on the kais. And some said it on the kais. They said it separately. The bracha and, the, and you can't say it separately. A person doesn't have a ne'er. He can say havdalah earlier on. And then make a bracha on the ne'er later on. As long as it's, it's Motsi Shabbos, though. Um, there is a Mitzvah Timisad or a Kois. If you have an option of uh, waiting a little bit so you get a, get a Kois, then you would make with the, we'd wait for the Birchus in there as well. And again, you can be in the hand from the near before that. You're Yotzi, you don't eat Akronim Gamdala, and then make a Shabbos? Correct. Um, but if you know that, let's say the a person doesn't have any wine right now, mm-hmm. he can make a Birchus in there, mm-hmm. and or doesn't only wine or chamar mandino, so you can make a brichas in there and make havdalah later on. But if he knows he's going to get wine later on, he really should. Brichas in there is only matzah shabbos. A person, for whatever reason, didn't say havdalah matzah shabbos, so he has to he will say havdalah the next day. But brichas in there is only matzah shabbos. So you don't want to lose that. That goes to lo l'shachar. So you have really the whole night. So if you're afraid you're going to lose that, you would want to. Now, since you want to be benefit from the light, it makes sense to, nowadays because we have electric lights. It's difficult to really benefit unless you turn off the lights. So it would make sense. I can't say it's a logic requirement, but it would make sense to uh, turn off the light to make it make it that possible. Rabbi, does the fact that we do beer uh, in there after Yom Kippur is that related all to the machlokas of whether it's a beer chesed or a beer Okay, good question. So there's a difference in a lock between the the nair and Motzi Shabbos and the nair of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur. Um, this coming year, Yom Kippur will be Shabbos. So then there's machlokas whether that difference applies in that situation. Uh, or not, because it is Motsi Shabbos. But the law is that the, the, bear, the bracha that you make on Motsi Shabbos is a near that you created, because it's a zecher of, of the creation of the ne- of Eish, which took place Motsi Shabbos, the, uh, of the Motsi the first Shabbos. The bracha you make Motsi Yom Kippur is a totally different bracha. It's because since Yom Kippur is different than the regular Yom Tif, you cannot use fire for any purposes, cooking, heating, etc. Where it's, it's like Shabbos in that respect. So oh, the whole Shabbos, the whole Yom Kippur, there was this nair here, and you didn't use it. And now you're able to use it. So you make a bracha on the benefit that you're getting from the nair, which is here. That's why the luck is that you have to have a nair, which was there the whole Yom Kippur. Um, but a nair which was only created in Yom Kippur, you would not make a bracha on, on a regular Muslim Yom Kippur. So that, for that would be, be that's a, along the lines of a birchas and a henan, mm-hmm. more than a birchas and Whereas Motzi Shabbos, because it doesn't have that requirement, um, so Motzi Yom Kippur, you 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 make you must have you you start with a, a candle which has been there the whole Shabbos. It's a Yerusha candle. A person lights the Yerusha candle before Yom Kippur. So a person who's saying Yisker will light the Yerusha candle anyways will have a Yerusha candle. Uh, the minig is actually, by the way, that even a person doesn't have any anybody say Yisker for the remote brings us a minute to light on your chayim. For each each male who in the, uh, who's married, um, there's a minute to light in there called Ner chayim to represent their neshama. The remote brings the minute was to give it to the shamish because people had the superstition that you know that we go out over your kippur it's a bad sign. And of course, they would attempt themselves to, turn it, to put it back on. So the minute was they would give it all to the gabai, and this way the gabai would light them, and he would know who's a who. And so there is such a minute to light a nirchaim, which is so then you'll, you'll have a near Motsi Shabbos. But otherwise, even so, a person should light it. It, it, it is a mitzvah lachzer acher. It's a mitzvah to try and have be able to make that bracha. Therefore, you want to prepare beforehand with a near which will last 24 hours, which you could then. Um, 
theoretically, another option which you would have is a nair which you lit, if a person would have be keeping food hot for children, if he has a fire on, a gas fire on, so that would be theoretically, you could, you could light from that. You could really light from your, your pilots, uh, etc., but you could, you, you would, I wouldn't advise making a bracha on that, but you light something else from that and you make a bracha on that. Um, one of the questions which comes up is the status of women in regards to Birchas uh, Anir. So, women are Chayv and Havdolah, because same way women are Chayv and Kiddush, so women are Chayv and Havdolah. Because the Chazal, the, the, the Posik says Zohar, which is, it's a Mitzvah Seishazman Groma. It's, it's a, a positive commandment which is time bound, which normally that means that women would not be Chayv, but we know Zohar and Shomer are equated, and Zohar is the positive commandments of Shabbos. Shomer is the negative commandments. Be careful, don't do something. So that's the negative commandments of Shabbos. Women are chayim and Shomer, they're also chayim and Zohar. So that's why they're chayim and Kiddush. What about Havdolah? So Havdolah is, is not Kiddush, but the Raman put, puts it, the midst of Kiddush requires that we make, say, we say something unique about Shabbos at the beginning of Shabbos, something unique about Shabbos at the end of Shabbos. That's also part of the, the midst of Kiddush. So women are be chayim in that as well. So women are chayim and Havdolah. And that's Shechon Arpas and Mimur Chayyim of Dolom. Now, are women Chayyim and Berchaz Because really, Berchaz is an independent bracha from the Havdolom. So the Bir Lacha in Simon Reis Sadiyavov raises that as a question. Therefore, he says it's really preferable that women should not make the Berchaz themselves. But, like our Mersha points and others point out, it's any Berchaz, we have the woman uh, makes a bracha on Lulav, even though she's not Chayyim on Lulav, she makes a bracha on Sukkah, even though she's not Chayyim on Sukkah, she makes a bracha on Shaifer, even though she's not Chayyim on Shaifer, so she can make up this bracha as well. She can make Chayyim herself in the bracha. So a woman can't undertake to, to be Chayyim herself in the bracha uh, of Birch Saner. I saw an interesting psaac of Shlomo Zalman, the Shemesh Shabbos Kehilchazah brings that, that being said, since it's not a birchas achiyah, it's only a birchas a bracha that they they can be mechayim themselves. Then maybe they should change the order if they make abdullah for themselves, and not say it as part of the havdolah. It would be a hefsek between the brepia golfin and the drinking. But the ma'aseh the ikar is not like that. The women, if they would make abdullah themselves, they can make a bracha birchas aner, and they don't have to change the order. Um, using using an electric light for the purpose of near for abdullah. So this is a famous story with the chamreiser that the chamreiser. Um, would make a would make a havdolah on an incandescent bulb. So there's two questions to raise. The loch is that a nair bashosh is a nair which is inside of a, a hurricane lamp. There was inside glass. You don't make a bracha on. You want to see it directly. So one of the questions you have with an electric bulb is you have glass around it. So some say maybe the glass is, was well, their glass was darker, our glass is clearer. Um, the, the second question is that the bracha is borei meorei haish. And we make a bracha more because there are different colors in, in, in fire, but in the Kadesh of only has one color. So therefore, maybe it would be preferable not to. So Chaim Rizu did it because he wanted to stress to people that this is Aish, because they were, they, they were, the people were grappling, is this really fire? Is it also to use it on Shabbos? When it first was starting, what was its status? And the Psaac is that it is considered age, but that wasn't clear to people. So the Raga Chavar, Rukhaim Reiser, the Rukhaim Risker, all made a, made, a, made Havdalah, they used the Rukhaim Reiser on, 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 on an incandescent bulb for this purpose. You cannot use a fluorescent bulb or an LED because it's not Aish. And that the Brochus Bari Mareho Aish. For Nere Shabbos, that's a different question. Um, whether, whether you could use it for Nere Shabbos, because there the Losh is the Hadik Nere. It doesn't say Aish, it says Nere. So is that considered a Nere? So that's a separate argument. But regards to Shabbos, those are definitely not considered Aish. Um, and therefore, okay, so let's. I mean, it's 45, right? Yeah. Okay. 
Um, just one one quick thought on the parsha. So, um, it's interesting. The the, the matter says that we, that the Torah is So where's the first Gemilas Chasadim? The Torah says it says that the Bereshit was gave Adarishim clothing. The Bereshit custis or by Yavishim. He gave them garments of, of ore and, and was malbished them. I mean, the, the first test is the Bereshit created the world. He made, created man, right? Um, he created Chava. He created Chava. The first test, the more, the more says in sight, that he created, he gave him clothing. So he buried Moshe Rabbeinu. So, okay, you know, like that's the last thing which we have is that Moshe took care of Moshe Rabbeinu when Parshas as a bracha, he buried him. The first one is he created clothing. Um, so you would argue possibly it means the first one the Adam was aware of was that, you know, that, uh, that uh, but, but I think that was, was the clothing, he, made, he, he was asleep when the Chavah was created. I think the point is that not so much what a Kodesh Baruch Hu did, the question is what's the message to us? The message to us is that we should be like we should emulate the Kodesh Baruch Hu, and the first, we we can't create man, we can't create a chava, but we can we can be malbish arumin. So the lesson for us, the, the point is not so much that Torah is a nice a nice book, but it's, it's a book which teaches us about the But I think there's an interesting other point over here. This is the first chesed after the chait. Right. So after Adam was was Adam Right, so what's what's Russian's reaction to that? Oh, you need clothing. I'll give you clothing. That's that's the that, that's the starting point of Chesed. There's a Chesed which Russia created, as it were, when we were deserving to some extent. In Russia, right? But the Russia, the, the, the point of Chesed is you do for something not because he deserves it. This is the way the world is supposed to be, quote unquote. But it's because you do Chesed because you do Chesed, and that's the starting point. So that even in this idea of Rabbi Shab, it's God's getting dark. You know, there's no okay, I'll, I'll create light for you. He deserved light. He didn't deserve light. You know why it's dark? It's because of you. It's dark. You wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been dark. You know, it's your fault. You don't have any clothing. You know, it's because your problem. You made the mess, so you clean it up. No, Russians. So that's the, the Russians' chesed. And the lesson for us is that chesed is, is even to somebody who's undeserving. There's still a concept of chesed even at that point.